He just ignored my dad joke, but that's okay. That sounds amazing. It's Bose. Haha, but I'm shh. I don't get it. Bose makes speakers. Yeah. It sounds good. Oh, God. Wow. You've even got coffee, or is that tea? Coffee. Wake up. <laughs> it's like I'm so used to dad jokes that I just ignore them and roll my eyes and move on and forget that they exist. Welcome to Bad Teacher Tales, real talk stories and advice for teachers and those who love them, where each week we share the good, the bad, and the what the hell of daily teacher life. We'll expose workplace woes that range from unrealistic to impossibly asinine. We'll postulate on parental problems and admin antics. We might even learn a helpful tip or trick. And while we may be bad teachers, we will always leave remembering our why, those beautiful, bright, baffling students, with your hosts, Scara and Sly. The opinions read in this episode do not necessarily reflect those of the hosts or bad teacher tales. Some language and situations may be unsuitable for children. Ironic, I know. Listener discretion is advised. This main story is called Working with Clay. Oh, this sounds good. This is a high school combination theater and art teacher in Texas. Okay, that's an interesting little mix there. Yes, especially since she says, I taught art for a couple of years. I'm not remotely qualified to teach art. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how that goes. Because I had I had interviewed for a school once. Like, you're going to be teaching music half the time and art the other half. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you don't want that. In elementary, that's fine. You're like, here's some paint. Oh, Next day, no. here's some crayons. No. Next day, here's some clay. No, because by fifth grade, they should be able to draw like people. I'm like, I can stick figure it. I'm really good at stick figures. As, me too. They're sticks. I can uh-huh. handle that. Exactly. Like, really, like every time I have to draw anything other than a treble clef, I tell my kids, I'm like, and here's why they don't let me teach art. I once was <laughs> drawing something on the board to exemplify. I don't even know what it was. I really wish I did, but it ended up looking like a penis. Nice. And this was a middle school theater class. I don't know what I really wish I knew what I was drawing. I don't know. But obviously it did not work out the way I expected it to. Clearly, I had a giant penis on my board. I have. Um, so we had this college professor who would was obsessed. It was my music history teacher obsessed with drawing maps of Europe. And he would draw them so fast because he would redraw this map every day. And for a good month, I was convinced that there is a cluster is the best word I can use a cluster of con not continents countries. Thank you. A cluster of countries that looks like a penis with Turkey feathers because every day on the board I'm, and that's what he starts with. He draws the Rhine <laughs> the River. The penis turkey. And then he draws the penis and just adds 30 turkey feathers to it. And I'm just like, I am, all right, by 30, I mean like eight. But like, ask me what I learned about music history. <laughs> <laughs> there is the Rhine you, River, which is clearly. learned what? European dick turkeys. I thought you were going to say geography, but you went with <laughs> dick turkeys. <laughs> Did I surprise you there? You did, and I like it, and I so hope you leave this in the episode. All right, so she's not qualified to teach art, but... Except dick turkeys. (laughs) 
You'll be happy to oh know that um, penises are part of this story. Oh, yes. So she says, but my job was half theater, half art. So I still had to teach art. So we were working with clay and I gave everyone their big lump of clay. Okay. I didn't make any warnings except not to throw it or eat it. But I forgot that this is high school. And I'm sure there's some of you that already know what happened. Within 90 seconds of passing out the clay, I looked across the classroom and saw about two dozen phallic clay shapes. Oh, no. All of the kids had crap-eating grins as they gleefully shaped the clay into a flock of dicks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, I don't know who you are, but your writing is my favorite thing. A A flock. flock of dicks. I did not know that's the plural. Oh, it's it is like now. a murder of crows and a flock of dicks. Nope, it absolutely <laughs> is now. As I will I w- never say anything else. <laughs> As I was taking in the sausage party, I make the snap decision to let the class know that their parents would be so... Cr- oh, my Lord. That's what she said when she saw the flock of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you have really really grand dreams (laughs) and i hate to tell you that reality is going to to crush your manhood as i was taking in the sausage party i make the snap decision to let the class know that their parents would be so proud of them working with clay for the first time that i really should get a picture of the class to send home i loudly announce that i'm going to turn around and get my phone and when I turn back around, I'll be taking a picture of the class. How brilliant. That, how brilliant. I aspire to be able to handle things with that much class and grace. Because I'd have been like, y'all, really? Dicks? Really? That is where I would have went with Let's that. Let's line them up in the order of largest to smallest. <laughs> I believe you meant let's line them up in order of delusion. <laughs> From grandeur to realistic. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Ooh. Different words. I exaggeratedly, exaggeratedly, <laughs> exaggerated. That's not a word. I'm going to slow this word down. <laughs> Sound it out. I exaggeratedly. There we go. Repeat myself as I slowly reach for my phone and then slowly turn around. Phone held high to take my picture. By the time I had fully turned around, all of the penises were gone. Well, well all of the clay ones, anyhow. <laughs> I need to know who this person is. We need to be friends. Uh, okay, I would just like to state that's not how that would have went in my classroom. I know exactly which class of mine would have done this. Fifth period? No. Well, yes, but my fourth <laughs> period would have been the worst offenders. And they wouldn't have smashed them. They, they would have made have, them bigger? No. They would have done things with them. Oh, Lord. Either holding them up, okay, fighting I'm, with them. We could stop. Doing all the things. They would have been proud. <laughs> it would have been a penis parade on display. <laughs> a flock. A, a penis full, parade a of, of a flock dicks. of dicks. <laughs> a flock of dicks on their penis oh parade. Oh my God. So <laughs> It's so funny that it had to be today that we would record this. I was driving through my apartment complex. Did you see a flock of dicks in the air? No, but I saw a sausage party. (laughs) But they were, they were. So I was driving through the apartment and I'm like, time out. What is that? And 
up in the air was a whole bunch of sausages. Oh, actual sausages. Actual sausages. Not a bunch of boys hanging out with no females. No, but like a literal, like two giant sticks (laughs) and just sausages. Okay. Someone was airing out their sausages and I was so confused. I'm like, do they have a sausage business? Are they smoking their dinner? I don't know what's happening. In the air though, but we're- It's on the third floor balcony. Like just, you know. Right. But what is the purpose of the flock of sausage is? I don't know. I don't have a sausage business. (laughs) (laughs) Sausages are not my business. But I was very intrigued. And then I find it even funnier now that we are recording (laughs) this episode. This is on the first day I just saw. And I mean, there had to have been like 30 sausages out there. And I'm just like, what is happening? What is this life? People do weird things when they're on break. Serendipitous. (laughs) Flock of dicks. (laughs) I gushed over how good their picture looked. And we never spoke a word about what the clay had looked like just moments before. Well, you know clay is hard. You have to kind of roll it out. Nothing. (laughs) I said the clay is... um, I'm going to have to mark this That's one explicit. That's the only word that I can use. Yes, you will. <laughs> Especially since we I've marked the podcast. Flock of dicks. <laughs> I will never not scream that now. But no, like when you first get clay, because I do have a mild understanding of art, but like, and hard is the only word I can use for it. It is. It's tough. V- nope. Resilient. Nope. <laughs> It's just stiff. Stiff. That's not any better though. So you have to you have to roll it out and mold it to get it to soften up. It's kind of the opposite of I'm not gonna go there. (laughs) Moving on. So it's the opposite of what happens when you play with it usually. But like, you know, you gotta do that. And it's when you roll it out, it kinda I'm sure the kids didn't mean to make a flock of dicks. It just happened when they were softening. Uh-huh, up the I'm clay. sure they just they would never. Th- never. Never. That would be so immature. So here is an educator gift we got in. Are you ready? As long as it doesn't have to do with a flock of dicks, I think we're okay. I don't think so. Okay. If only it is always like this for all of us. That's what they called it. There's math happening. If only it is always like this for all of us. Gotcha. I am one of the lucky few who work in a higher income area. Must be nice. Most parents get us teacher gift cards, often for $50 or $100. But one year I had a parent who blew me away with their generosity. Two gifts in a row he bought me and my co-teacher, Bose Products. Dang. We each received a Bluetooth speaker for Christmas and end of the year was wireless headphones, like the big ones for gaming and such. Totally not expected and definitely not common, but boy, was it often. That sounds amazing. Another year at a different school, students took up a collection to give me a really nice Christmas gift. Oh, that's cool. They pulled together and gave me $550 in cash. What? (laughs) What? Whoa. (laughs) And like, the nice part is like, you know, she didn't even have to spend that on wine. Like other (laughs) teachers would absolutely need that. That's awesome. That's insane. I couldn't even... Fath- I wouldn't even fathom, like, I wouldn't know how to even take that. 
uh, quickly? No, like I, I would feel so uncomfortable. Well, it sounds like it was like a bunch of kids together. I, I, I would feel so uncomfortable taking that large amount and of money. I'd like to say that I would too. And I probably would. But I mean, like, also, you've got to think about the fact that you're in a higher paying district or a higher. It just says in higher income area. Yeah, but this is at a different I'm, school. I know. But like, imagine how much less stress that would be, I would think. I guess it's different stress because you have, you know, when you get up there, you get your helicopter parents where we have absent parents. Right. It's either it's either you deal with this what I'll say you deal with the students during the day or the parents at night. Yeah. And so it's just one of those. Huh, I, I don't I don't know that I'd be comfortable taking it. I If it was in like a form of a gift card, I'd be better with it. But like actual cash, I'd have it's good for this well, teacher. I mean, for her. but considering the area that you work in well, yeah i would be uncomfortable with that too because you know how hard they work for every little bit and it's probably not helped by the fact that a couple of years ago when i was still teaching in elementary we had this student he brought in like six this is important to the story six one dollar bills to show his friends and he tried to give them to his friends because he wanted to be nice but none of his friends wanted them I should preface by saying this is second grade. Second grade. None of his friends wanted his one his one dollar bills because they were fake because they didn't look like a normal one hundred like a one dollar bill, and it's because they were one hundred dollar bills. <gasps> this kid brought in six one hundred dollar bills. Where the heck did he get them? Mom's purse. Oh, oh. Well, <clears throat> my daughter, a few years ago. <laughs> The whole story is, because you'll appreciate this, but the whole story is I was able to get tickets to Hamilton and my mom and I had already seen Answer Hamilton. Jealous. So, <laughs> so we were able to get tickets for my co-teacher. Mm-hmm. And actually, I never told him this, so he'll, he'll be hearing this for the first time if he listens. But so he paid me, I can't, what, you know, whatever the tickets were worth, but it mm-hmm. was like a couple $50 bills and a $100 bill or something like yeah. this, right? And I put that cash in a certain point place in my kitchen so that I could give it to my mom the next time I saw her. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I saw her, I was missing two fifties. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, where, where the heck could this have money have gone? Because I didn't move it. My husband swore he didn't touch it. I'm like, uh, daughter, <clears throat> where did you happen to take some money? And she just admitted. She's like, yeah. Yeah, I I climbed up there and got it. I took it to school. What'd you do with it? I gave it to my friends. You just gave away a hundred freaking dollars <laughs> that I, I now have to pay my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're welcome, co-worker who I bought Hamilton. I bought half of your Hamilton tickets, sort of, because mm-hmm. I had to pay my mom for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, like, you've got to love the heart behind it that she wanted to do something nice for her friends her friends didn't need that money not fifty dollars each a five maybe i asked her which friends and she's like oh i don't know like i'm like you just, girl you need to get it back <laughs> yeah yeah and okay look i'd like to know what happened to those 50s not because i'd like them back which i would but like what parent but if my kid comes home with a $50 bill, I'm going to be like, where'd you get this from? I have so many questions. Because <laughs> it's not like you get paid for anything at school. Right. And you need to go return it. Yeah. This is not your $50. Well, 
Well, like at this point. Unless you found it on the playground, but why? Well, still, but like at this point, that's kind of like that kid that's like his friends didn't want his um, fake 100 or his fake $1 bills. So they didn't take (laughs) them. So thank goodness the teacher was able to collect all six of them. But like, that's absolutely insane. Things that work. Last two tips from the sixth grade social studies teacher. All right. Five and six. She uses unit title, pages, and checklists at the beginning of each unit, which allows her to preview the material with her students and spark a discussion on things they may already know. Oh, I like that. You do like foreshadowing. Right. Which helps to build their confidence as we begin new material. Oh, a KWL. Then they keep this as a roadmap to guide them through the new unit. Oh, I like this. I guess she ha- she must have like one of those interactive journals or something. Maybe. Or or just things that she puts or they put into their binder. Could be like a packet that she prints out. <clears throat> Checklists. Unit titles and checklists at the beginning of each new unit. I like that because it's like, although I do the same, pretty much the same thing. Like your main ideas, like these are the main ideas you need to get out of this Mm -hmm. This is where we're going. These are the vocabulary, like, yeah. That's a great idea. I love it. Yeah, me too. So here's her last one. Notebook checks help me get a snapshot of how my students are doing. So it must be, yes, interactive notebook, Mm -hmm. right? Especially on those assignments, I don't necessarily have them submit as a grade. Okay. It's also, it has also helped reduce the number of times they ask me what they're doing, if what they're doing is for a grade, because they know now that even if they turn it in, it'll count towards a grade eventually. Oh, I like that. That makes sense. So basically, it's not like, is this graded? Which is basically kids asking, do I have to try on this? Right. <clears throat> but they know that whether that individual assignment is for a grade or not, having it done is part of their overall notebook grade. Ah, right. That is so smart. That's like the, if you do your map, then you can use it on your quiz deal. Yeah, that way you know exactly which countries are the feathers of the penis <laughs> of the dick turkey. It's important. In your flock of dicks. In your flock of dicks. Oh, God, it's even better that it's a turkey. <laughs> Uh, this, this episode came full circle. (laughs) I really enjoy it. Thank you for listening to Bad Teacher Tales. If you enjoyed this content, consider supporting us on Patreon or contribute a one-time payment to help offset monthly costs as this is a self-produced, directed, edited, and funded production. Information and links are located in the show notes. Any support is appreciated. To submit a story for consideration, Follow the link in the episode notes to the Google form. All submissions are anonymous to our listeners. For podcast updates or to interact with the host, join the Facebook group, Bad Teacher Tales podcast, or follow on Instagram and X at Bad Teacher Tales. Scara is a lifelong learner and educator. Recently becoming a national board certified teacher, Scara serves as the fine arts department head, head theater director, dance team, and pep squad coach for her middle school. At the district level, Scara is a new teacher mentor, has written theater curriculum, and facilitates the annual tech design contest. Sly has been an educator for over a decade. She has taught music ranging from pre-K to high school. Playing the bell set in fourth grade sparked a deep excitement to learn other instruments and join band in the fifth grade. She became proficient at multiple instruments throughout her years in school. 
Upon realizing band was the reason she showed up for school, Sly found her path, never dreaming she'd end up a choir teacher, but truly enjoying it. You you caused it to come. <laughs> and did you hear what you just said? I, I did as soon as I it came it out of my come. mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a hot minute. <sighs> at least it came out of your mouth and not in your mouth. <laughs> that's just going to be our placeholder now every time awkward things happen. I need to see what that looks like on the audio so that I know, like, <laughs> I can use it as a really quick, like, audio check. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? You should make that and be like, hey, audience, every just a little tidbit, fun little backstage thing in the making. Whenever you hear something inappropriate happened that I had to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so entertaining. Just and know that there was there was stuff that happened behind the scenes. I've been one. I think that that's what i might do for patreon is put unedited oh god because of all the things that i take out (laughs) okay y'all need to get on patreon this is about to get lit (laughs) yeah because um well i well we're on i have a questionable sense of humor at best so there are many things in episodes with me that get edited out. Oh, I, I, edit, I edit a lot out. Questionable sense of humor. We will record an hour and a half for a 25-minute episode. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. And most of it is inappropriate. 